0: Let me start by saying I appreciate y'all coming out. That means a lot to me. Our biggest thing with everything today was making sure we had transparency in what went on. We weren't getting that elsewhere, so we came out here. It's important that y'all are here. Y'all been attacked for the last three years. Y'all continue to be attacked. We appreciate what y'all do. We appreciate you being here today. We appreciate the work you do for the people and telling the truth. That's what we want in everything. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We all know why I came out here, showed it today in front of everybody. We have nothing to hide. So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth, stop running from the people. We're out here, we're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. I'll interview with any team at any time. I've been ready, I'm staying ready, and I'll continue to be ready. And to all the people that came out here today to support, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. To the people that aren't here, I'm thinking of you. I appreciate you supporting from where you are. We'll continue to give you updates as we hear. We'll be waiting to hear from Roger Goodell, the NFL, the 32 teams. We'll let you know if we hear from them. Ball's in their court, we're ready to go. One. One, two.
1: Yo, 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 what's poppin', what's poppin'? It's your boy Nino, welcoming y'all into another episode of the Big Picture Podcast, where we talk everything sports and culture. I know it's been a minute since y'all heard me say that, but I felt like it was only right to say that. Of course, join with me once again, all the way from Miami, my guy KK. What's poppin', bro?
2: Yo, 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 what's good? Kind of felt different without you, I starting it with a song this time.
1: Oh man, I, I I don't know the set the settings on this is weird. I got something playing in the background. Oh,
2: uh, <laughs> they
1: they gonna hear it. they are gonna hear. It. Um, yeah, but a lot a lot of crazy shit has happened this weekend, bro.
2: Yeah, where do we start? <laughs>
1: I think I think we gotta start with the biggest one. Uh, Colin Kaepernick uh, last week took a workout with the NFL. Um, oh. You know, it was I f- it felt very rushed? Um, well, know, I guess
2: technically he didn't take it, but I guess he got offered one kind of.
1: He got offered one. <laughs> he accepted the offer. A bunch of things happened. They all were in Atlanta. There were some discrepancies going on where he couldn't. He accepted it, but then he recinded on on it or rescinded on it, um, and then went, ended up doing his own thing.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know if you did you hear about the whole waiver situation when they was with asking that, there, to sign up. Yeah.
1: There was a bunch of things with it. So uh the the one thing was that he wanted media trend well, before I even get into all of that, the from, from what I was seeing, uh how this got put together, no everybody involved outside of the, the NFL itself found out at the same time that we all did. Um even the teams, it was very rushed. Uh we came to find out that uh they didn't you know originally what the info was is that they gave him like i think 24 or 48 hours to accept come to find out that wasn't true they only gave him about two hours to accept that offer um and then they did, there was they was only using their uh cameras they said they they said that they were bringing receivers in for him to use they wouldn't tell him what receivers though were And then they had uh, former Raiders and Browns coach Hugh Jackson running that workout.
2: Yeah, how how do you feel about that? Because I know to what I seen from Stephen A. and they said Jay Z was a little bit upset. They kind of just wanted him, I guess, no matter the circumstance, just take the workout, just you know, like just to get in there, see see what he can do and stuff but a lot of people, like a lot of other people were saying like they felt like he shouldn't have taken it with all like because you know they gave him random receivers and stuff like that
1: yeah well the, I, i've never thought the workout was genuine to begin with uh and i have a big issue with how Stephen ace handled this whole thing because i feel like he's been spreading a lot of false information around but um here's the facts there you brought up the waiver right in the waiver there was i think paragraph seven brought up that he was basically going to waive all of his rights to any uh lawsuits or anything like that the nfl tried to say that this was a standard waiver if you look at colin kaepernick's uh waiver that he signed for the nfl combine back in um 2011 it's it's a bit a bit different than the one that they handed him for for this specific workout i'm not signing away my rights Uh, for something that doesn't seem genuine and if there's anything that i know about the nfl it's that they like to control the narrative i don't know if you remember about maybe a month or two ago cap and his his team put out a list of uh things that pretty much debunked everything that had been said about you know why he wasn't in the league i think that kind of ticked off the nfl a little bit um and this was kind of their way of getting back at him and i mean again like the way that it it wasn't put together well you know they 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 were very shady about how they how they went about things and I'm, I'm gonna say something that i don't think a lot of people know um i don't know if you remember this bro about like two years ago there was a rally put together for Colin kaepernick in front of nfl headquarters
2: no i don't remember it
1: yeah there, all right so there was a rally uh you know put together i, I believe by the alc by the aclu um since back in 2017 right right around the time that the nfl season had started um you know i showed up to it it was a pretty a sizable crowd there um and you know cat caps prominent thing is you know he took the knee during the national anthem uh the what the nfl does they got their flagpole and they fly the american flag in front of their building every day um And this was, this was the news that we were heading there had been put out maybe, you know, two, three weeks in advance. So when we get there, bro, one of the things that had been pointed out was that the flag wasn't there. And I turned around and lo and behold, there's no flag there. I thought that that was just real telling about how they, how they were looking at the situation and, you know, to come back to this, that just kind of, I feel like that kind of validates that, you know, they were trying to nip this in the butt, you know, put him in kind of a legal checkmate type of deal and, and, you know, get rid of him for, for you know to the end
2: so you think the workout was just put together to say like hey we did give him a chance it didn't work like it didn't work out and that's that or because what's the point of putting the workout together if they could have just kept going i guess a lot of people have been calling for them to do something but i guess they could have just kept doing how they were doing and not put no workout together and not say nothing or nothing
1: Well, there there was he has an opportunity for a second collusion case before this workout was even put in place And I think the reason that the workout was put in place was because him and his team put that list out of, you know, pretty much debunking everything of why he wasn't in the league. And that probably, I feel like that ticked. This is a, like I said, bro, this is an organization that likes to control the narrative. This is the the same league that hid, that tried to hide information on concussions. You know what I'm saying? So...
2: Yeah. Yeah, when you put it like that, it definitely seems like the NFL was more trying to save themselves. And like you said, I think a lot of people wouldn't sign that waiver because it just it, like if it's a standard waiver then sure of course but like like you said with all the extra stuff it seems more like like you said the NFL's trying to control, control the narrative and just say like hey we gave him a chance he just yeah. wasn't good enough that's why they didn't probably want the cameras and the media there because of the cameras and media there like they can say like oh he didn't do good but if the cameras and media is there like people are seeing it we can see it we know if he did good or not so you can know if they're lying
1: yeah exactly bro now I mean, I applaud him for it. You know, he obviously he said he wants to to get back in the league and play. I think he's shown what we all knew that this isn't about football. This is about you know pretty much politics. They they're not happy with what he did. I mean, it's been three years. A team you know could have brought him in at any time you know when we look at the league now there's so many bums that you know are starting for teams you know quarterbacks are going down and they're putting in putting in backups that you know aren't even that good like I think it's fair to say Colin Kaepernick is overqualified as a backup quarterback no
2: yeah definitely I think in some cases he might be able to start
1: I, I think there's a few teams he'd be able to start on right now, to be honest with you. Uh, well, not, not right away, because, again, he's been out for a little bit. But, you know, there's there's definitely a few teams that could that could use his services as a starter.
2: Yeah, and like you said, definitely as a backup. Like, <clears throat> the Steelers probably could have used him a little bit. But they actually went on a, a little win streak or whatever. But when uh, Big Ben first went down, he definitely should have missed on They Looked at it as an option.
1: He should still be looked at as an option now. The kid that they're throwing in, Mason Rudolph, that dude is very limited, and I and I don't feel bad for some with that whole fiasco against uh the Browns the other week, but that's a whole nother story.
2: Excuse me. Uh, yeah, that that whole situation was crazy too. But uh, yeah, Kaepernick wise, he's definitely probably getting blackballed in. How'd you feel about his workout? Did you get to see a little bit of the highlights of his workout that they put out there?
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Um, you know, I wasn't really surprised by it. He showed pretty much what I had seen from him from the when I watched him play. Like, uh, you know, and this is where I go back with Stephen A. Smith. You know, he football is a team game. You know, a lot of people like to talk about, you know, Cap's record with the 49ers at the end. You know, this is a dude that, you know, played in two NFC championship games, was a play away from getting to a second Super Bowl. And was a play away from winning a Super Bowl. Honestly, they low key got screwed. I thought on that last uh, drive that he had against the Ravens in that Super Bowl. I thought that was pass interference, but that's just me. Um, you know, he he showed that he still got arm talent. I think um, one of, one of the scouts for the teams that was there even said he still it looks like he has elite arm talent. Nothing different than when he first came out of college.
2: Yeah, I seen a lot of people complaining about the fact that uh, well, not really complaining, but they were saying that. They should have like some type of simulation of him getting rushed by like a like a <clears throat> like a passing rush to see like if he can throw under pressure and stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I, you, you feel I, like that that should have been something he tried to display too.
1: I think there should have been a little more than just throwing the football. I I am not questioning whether or not Colin Kaepernick can throw the football. You know what I mean? If you, if you question whether or not Colin Kaepernick can throw, you really don't know what you're talking about. But um, yeah, you know, you want to you want to be able to see those types of things uh did you see how he can read defenses and whatnot how he throws under duress and all that uh and i know hugh jackson was on uh first take today talking about it that was one of the things that they wanted to do with him had he done the nfl workout
2: yeah yeah i feel the same way i just uh I seen the interview earlier too with uh, Hugh Jackson. That's what I was talking about. That's why I was like. I seen a lot of people complaining about, well, not really complaining, but just suggesting that maybe he should have had someone rushing him. But like you said, I, I agree. He looked like he still can throw the football. He still has a strong arm. So I I, I don't know if that. I, well, yeah, I don't know if that's gonna get him back in the league.
1: No, but. I'm not expecting him to get back in the league, bro. Cause it makes no sense, like, bro. It's been three years. Any team could have brought him in. Like, I don't, I don't see how. To me, this was never about football. This was, They they don't agree with what he did.
2: Yeah, so I, Yeah, like I said, I don't think the workout's going to get him back in the league, but <clears throat> it was good for him to get out there and just show people that he still got it. That's why at the end he gave that little speech talking about, like, I showed you guys what I can do. It's, it's really on the NFL. So he really put pressure on the NFL to say, like, it's really like, y'all, you guys are blackballing me because clearly you guys can see I still got the talent.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't agree with, like, everything with – every way that he handled that whole situation you know uh i thought he could have handled himself a little better after the workout as far as the things he said like you know he told some scouts tell your tell your teams to stop being scared or you know in in that uh speech he did you know tell them to stop running uh but again i understand it you know he, he feels like something was taken from him i, I agree
2: yeah I, I feel the same way and i think that's kind of like along the lines of what a lot of people were saying like he, he being outspoken like that is just going to put him in a bigger hole with the NFL, you know what I mean? So, like, they really don't like him for him saying, and then him saying stuff like that is just going to be more of a reason for them to be like, nah, maybe we shouldn't sign this guy.
1: But that that's why the league is trash, bro. That's why everybody likes the NBA. It's a players' league, and the NFL doesn't want it to be a players' league. And, you know, I just don't i don't agree with that you know dennis Rodman's one of the most outspoken people around he's in he's in the nba hall of fame you know what i'm saying like uh anybody that's listening to this podcast if you need any of the facts on you know how all of this went down is going to continue to go down i advise you to look out for howard bryant on twitter uh h it's his his handles h bryant uh i forget the two numbers on there but he's got a book out uh dissident something Uh, excuse me for not having the whole name for that but uh that he's he's where i've been uh getting a lot of my information from him and another guy um whose name escapes me at the moment that works for yahoo
2: yeah i think uh the nba like you said it's, it's more player friendly but i think it's because the players took like they had what they had like three i don't know how many lockouts the nfl has had recently i know they had one but they're has another had
1: another one soon
2: yeah the nba has had at least three in like the last 20 years or so so they've they kind of forced the players kind of forced the owners hand because if it was up to the owners in the nba i think they'll still kind of want it where they can control the league too
1: yeah well i know the nfl the rumors are that the nfl's head, headed for another lockout soon and i know you see things like Le'Veon bell um you know having issues with the you know a bunch of drug tests that he's getting from the league now um and uh, Stephen A. and uh, Damian Woody—that was another thing that they were kind of caping for the NFL on, uh, as far as like the last uh, player, uh, players' association league uh, negotiations that went on. I, again, that's another thing where I got to be on the side of the player. You sticking a needle in me like every other week, I'm not cool with that.
2: Yeah. Uh, what did I want to say, uh, so, like. I, this might be getting off topic a little bit, but I also think, like, they should go for, like, you know, NBA has, like, guaranteed contracts. I think football should kind of be on something more like that, too.
1: The football players football players definitely want to adapt to a lot of the things that the NBA has done and is continuing to do, and I think they should. Um, you know, I feel like the NBA is probably the best league in all pro sports right now, honestly.
2: Yeah, uh, it- the way football players get hit and stuff too, I think guarantee contracts is something that they definitely, like the players, definitely should be trying. Guarantee right
1: contracts, now. they should honestly have some type of insurance too if their careers are gonna end up over.
2: Yeah, all that. So, I, how long? I guess like again, it's getting off topic, but how long you think, like what you think, this let's lo- lockout gonna turn out to be? Because it could, depending on how long it goes for, it could turn into something big.
1: If it happens, I could see it, you know, maybe going into the the time when the season is supposed to start because I, th- I think guys are getting tired of you know the things that they're going through and the way that they're being treated you know the the, the nfl's been like that good old boys league uh, and i think you know these guys really want power. you already see it you know some players have already started demanding trades in similar fashion I have nba players have done it you know like jalen ramsey uh, and whatnot um so yeah i think it'll it'll uh Will definitely go into into it there. I, I think uh, the league. Need, I think the league needs to reassess on things. You know, one of the things that I heard a lot of people say about you know not wanting to bring Colin Kaepernick and it's something that still continue to to bring up is the bottom line. Like I think I feel like I would I would have thought Nike would have dispelled that when they made him the face of their campaign. Like he's got shoes coming out for Nike right now. Nike's doing just fine.
2: Yeah, I think bottom line wise i think whoever signs them will draw a large crowd especially fans especially african-american fans and stuff like that people who's been supporting them over the years i think a team that's not selling tickets could definitely use them if you talk about that but well i, I don't know one if they the, feel the same one
1: of, one of the things that they talk about is he would most likely get initially anyway get brought in as a backup and oh you don't want this whole media fiasco let's be honest bro you probably be you'll probably have a media fiasco for like what the first week maybe week and a half and, and it'll die down after that like
2: um, i mean if you if you ask me some some of these teams might need the media fiasco some of these teams need to start selling tickets and stuff like that or at least you know make their team entertainment a little bit
1: i'm not mad i look I'm not mad about it I, I'm, I'm an advocate for getting Colin Kaepernick back in the league it's just um I guess I could understand what they say their whole thing is well he he's coming in as a backup you don't want your backup drawn in that noise.
2: Yeah, if it's one of like those Super Bowl contender teams, yeah, you don't want that type of. But I think one of these bottom feeders, I like. You know, they say any type of publicity is good publicity. So even
1: even team even teams that are that are you know in the playoff hunt, like how do the Steelers not want to take a look at Colin Kaepernick? It even gets me. I scratch my head on the Steelers not taking a look because this is the team that put the Rooney Rule into place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's like them and, you know, just a, a couple teams that are in the playoff hump, but they're a quarterback away, like the Chicago Bears. You know what I mean?
2: Um, yeah, and I think, like you are saying, them teams just not looking at them because they don't want that type of attention.
1: Yeah, but it's stupid but, to me. Like, one of the things I saw, you know, Rex Ryan, who, you know, was really not that great of a head coach. He's He was one of the people that brought up, oh, we don't need that media fiasco. Like, Rex Ryan isn't the same dude who brought Tim Tebow uh, – onto his into his locker room with the jets
2: yeah like like teams like that's what i'm saying if it's not a super bowl contender you don't want to bring distractions to like a super bowl contender how much like of it is it di- now go ahead but like, some people might feel like all the extra media might bring because you know some players don't really like the media and stuff like that so the extra media might bring unwanted attention if you're like a super bowl contender but i feel like for like the like you said teams at the bottom or Right there for making the playoffs, I feel like they should really have no problem looking at them. How much, de- how much,
1: how much of it of a, how much of a distraction is it really though, bro? Like we, what are we, what are we really talking about? Like I feel like they're just coming up with with as much excuses as possible. Like it, it just makes no sense to me. Well, it does make sense to me. I just don't agree with it. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I I definitely agree with you too. It's just I can I guess I can see what they're saying, kinda. You just don't like when you I don't think are the championship. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, definitely. But I, I can kind of see what they're saying. Like, if you're on a championship run, you don't kind of want no extra attention. But I guess it depends on the team because I think the Patriots would be fine. But you know, clearly, they don't need a quarterback. I'm not saying the Patriots to get them, but I'm saying like a team like the Patriots, they wouldn't the extra warrant attention wouldn't bother them too much. But maybe well, like a team like a like a low key team that's kind of contender wouldn't want that type of attention.
1: Well, the you brought up the Patriots. I think the interesting thing about me. Well, how i feel about the patriots is tom brady's looking his age now like it's starting to look like the end even though they you know what are they nine and one or whatever but they they got a great defense and we continue to question their offense like you would think sooner or later they're gonna start looking for that heir apparent uh to him and again like i would think a guy like cap would make sense there but you know i don't get paid to make these decisions
2: yeah, I definitely agree with you. And they signed Le'Veon Bell when he was going through a lot. So I agree with you. They might just other. He might just really be in blackball. So
1: no, that's exactly what it is, bro. That's exactly and what it is. They
2: They're just coming up with little excuses.
1: But if you but you gotta get you have to give me a valid reason. Like all right, you know, back before this whole thing happened, we can go back to a year ago and you know people bring up his record. I. Right you want to bring up his record he had a, a you know 16 to 17 touchdowns the to four interception ratio that's pretty damn good he had he had a QBR over 100 when he left when he was you know his last season in the league you know he didn't have a good record that season but let's talk about the team the 49ers had one of the worst defenses in the league that season they were one of the top teams in drop passes that season I watched a lot of 49ers games just because I'm an advocate of cap um you know there were there were a lot of games where he put them in positions to win and the defense just completely failed him they want to talk about oh you you lost your job to blaine gabber again not entirely true cap was coming off of injuries going into that 2016 season i remember um chip kelly who was the coach at the time was um asked you know is it possible that they that uh you know They get a look at cap this season and you know his response was you know i don't think he's ready right now And when i do you will see him about game three or game four guess who the starter for the 49ers was colin kaepernick the and you know the last thing people bring up is oh you you had your chance you opted out of your contract you know he had a meeting with uh john lynch who was the president of the 49ers right before free agency started and john lynch noted this in an interview during the 2017 season The 49ers basically told him, hey, look, you know, you're out of here either way. You can go out on your own terms or ours, but if you don't opt out, we are going to cut you. You can look this up, bro. It's an interview, I think, on NBC Sports San Francisco. He, He said, yeah, if he didn't opt out, we were going to cut him.
2: Yeah, I believe it. Like, like a lot of teams probably want to sign him, but they just don't want to be the team that signed him. Like you said, because if he's getting blackballed, it's just people coming up with excuses. So a lot of there's probably teams thinking about it, but they just don't want to be the team that everyone looks at. Like, oh, you're the one. Like, not fan wise, but like owner wise and stuff like that. Like, oh, like you did just sell think, it. Like I you just, crossed the line.
1: I just think owners, owners ain't with it. Cause I again, bro, I just don't think people, these people, agreed with what he did. Like, there's 32 teams. 31 of 31 of the owners of these teams are white.
2: Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even the ones that probably do want to do it, they're not going to do it cuz everyone's going to look at them like, "Yo, you you know how we all feel about him. Why would you be the one to do it?" So even Why? the other ones that might think about signing him is just going to be like pushed away cuz they don't want to be the looked at as the person who did something that
1: well, I know one of the room one of the rumors going into it was there were some teams that were supposedly interested, but there were other people that were like completely opposed to it. So you know, I I want to see Colin Kaepernick back in the league. I I think he's he's more than worthy of being on an NFL roster. Just you know, it's shameful to me that he's not. And you know, I'm I'm a hope keep hoping that he ends up on a roster.
2: Yeah, I seen Stephen A. said that if the workout like if he did the workout he would have it yeah he would have a job within the two weeks but
1: don't get me started on Stephen a bro Uh, Stephen a has been fed a lot of false information he's been capping he's been caping with the nfl a ton uh and every time he every time the information that he has gets uh you know dis disproved he doesn't walk back his comments he'll just he'll just uh you know neglect it with something else you know i know one of the things that he was like oh uh, you know, they said something about the waiver, this and this. I don't know all that. I didn't read it. Like, how do you not know these things, bro? You're a member of the media. You're supposed to make it your business to know these things. But
2: I think Stephen A. was trying. I think Stephen A.'s point really is, and he might have written about it the wrong way, but his point was just like, kind of forget everything else and just get in front of them and get the workout. You know what I mean? Like, he's not really taking it into fact of everything else. Like you said, like he didn't really read it because he's not thinking like that. he's more thinking like, yo, you have an opportunity, just take the opportunity no matter what and then I guess go from there.
1: I, but th- here's my thing bro and like I said with him, like he's he's continuing to ignore these things like he's even gone as far as to say he like he thought it was a PR stunt and um you know they they had it pre-planned to go work out at, at that high school. The board, the director of the of the board of Education for that school district, tweeted at Stephen a smith after he said that and said that that is a complete lie like this none of this was ever pre-planned out at all
2: yeah i actually seen that tweet too i think he was more so saying he felt like it might have been planned out i don't think he necessarily said it was planned no but out. Like he still, don't, don't he still stand, he's still
1: still he's still standing by these things even after people are telling him these things that's that's what we all have a problem with him with is that you're you're continue to Take your stance even after people are giving you different information on what's going on.
2: Yeah, I think he should just you know come out apologize and I think his point was more so like you have the workout, take the workout, and don't worry about nothing else. But Look, if the I, waiver's not up to the par, then that's what I'm he, saying. He, you that's have what to what take that into consideration. Yeah. But he's yeah. not been really taking it into consideration because, like he said, he thought that if he if he took the if he did the workout that he would have had a job within two weeks so steven is looking at it like yo bro you almost had a job all he had to do was do the workout so he's kind of looking at it differently
1: people are just get like i said though it's the false information that he's getting like i'll even give you another example he just had to on on the show uh what yesterday um you know don't get me wrong i felt like the the whole those comments to said regarding you know max and him with the blackness and all that was a little low blow but you know one of the things Stephen A. said before the show is, oh, T.O. called to be on the show. T.O. T. came out and said, bro, no, I didn't I call nobody to be on your show. And then he put out text messages that ESPN called his agent trying to get him on the show. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of false information that this dude is getting. And he's not willing to admit that he's got bad information.
2: Yeah, so he might as well just come out and say he got bad information. Or yeah, people misleading him and stuff like that.
1: But this has been going on for over a year with him, bro. Colin Kaepernick's uh, girlfriend, Nessa, you know, has, get, has given him, you know, information on what was really going on after he had already been spreading false information before, and he never went. After, he he admitted that she told him these things, but he never once back that back uh, backtracked his uh, walked back his comments from earlier and so, just said, "Oh, I got bad info."
2: Yeah, he he also said he tried to text Nick's camp and stuff, but he said they haven't gotten back to him about this situation.
1: That I believe, because I know they're they're pretty tight knit group. I, I also know that they're not pretty happy with him right now. I, I understand why they wouldn't be, but um, yeah, I th- I think one of the things with Cap that I probably maybe put push on him for is I think he's gotten some bad information from some people that are kind of hurt him a little bit. But but that's about the only thing I could I could say as far as negative wise on him.
2: Yeah, same. I I agree with all that. Stephen A. just got to come out and say that you know he got some bad information. But yeah, that's really the, that's really what it is.
1: Yeah. Um. So I mean that's that's that on that. We had some crazy stuff that went down the other day though. My guy Ben Simmons pulled up contested
2: three, scattered. What you think about it? You know what's crazy about it? I looked who they are playing, and I'm like, of course, it'll be against the Knicks. That just seems like something that happened happen to the Knicks. Ben Simmons, it's his first career three ever. I can think t- it I looked fluid. He went straight. Th- like He didn't hesitate. He took it. He shot it with confidence. It looked good to me.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, Can we talk about the shot itself? Because like, I agree with that. It lo- definitely looked fluid. And that's what's crazy to me. Why isn't he continuing to take more shots? I'll give him credit, though. I've been noticing he's he's doing a lot of uh, fadeaway jumpers in the paint. Well, I don't even know if I call it a jumper. It's more of a set shot. But he's hitting a lot of fadeaways in the paint. Up.
2: Whoa. Yeah, as long as he gets that confidence, because it looked good. It looked better than I thought it would look. It's fluid. It's a corner that's three. It's the shortest three. He has it. You can't think about it. Just let it go. And it went in. So maybe that'll give him some confidence to take some more like that.
1: Yeah. I hope, I, I hope we ain't yes. cut off. I just had somebody call in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we got to call in.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. I hope we ain't cut off. I think we should be straight. I say, say what you were saying again, just so I couldn't hear you.
2: Yeah, now nah, I said uh, maybe I'll give him some more confidence to keep taking the shot because it looked forward All he has to do is just like like he said this summer, he put in the work. So all he just got to do is take it and not think about it too much. And it's the corner three. If he takes a lot more of those, it's the shortest three there. So.
1: And you know the other thing about it too is if you watch a lot of the Sixers games, they've been putting him in positions to do that. Like he's going to the corner a lot in their games. It's just about him actually executing. You know those plays.
2: And of course he makes one against the Knicks, which is crazy. <laughs> He's like, hey, let me just take this one against the Knicks. And of course it's goes crazy. The in.
1: Knicks, son, the Knicks was up fifteen in that game.
2: Yeah, I, I know. Knicks fans are going crazy. I, it was early. I'm like, I see Philly coming back, but
1: you know what hurt the Knicks in that game? And y'all gonna put respect on my dude's name? I'm not even a Knicks fan, but I've always, I've always been. Uh, Coming, coming to defend this dude against his own fan base. Frank Ntilikina really out here putting on, putting on for the team now, bro. That's your starting point guard. He's clearly growing his game. His on the defensive end, he's he's been insane. He, you, his offensive end has been growing. I think you know what went downhill for the Knicks in that game was as soon as they pulled him for Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, and he he just couldn't play that whole that whole game. He he clearly was gassed after that, but. Uh, to me, that was their downfall in that game.
2: Yeah, I didn't really get to see the game. I just seen the highlights and a couple score updates. But I did see someone on Twitter talking about how uh, <clears throat> he have been thriving in the pick and roll and stuff like that and play defense. So I believe you if you said it. Yeah,
1: uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna harp too much on the Knicks though, bro. That's that's a whole, that's a lot of convo.
2: <laughs> yeah, like I'm saying, they they play, they they. Play. I don't know what other people's expectations was for them, but they play hard. Like they play hard in that game. Like you they've said, been playing they better.
1: Out. They've been playing better ever since that press conference. You know, they, they ain't, just play, got... ain't won a lot, but they've been playing better.
2: Yeah, they just gotta close out games a little better.
1: They beat Cleveland.
2: Yeah. <laughs> wow! Congratulations. They beat Dallas. They might as well act like they're playing against Sweat Porzingis down. every yeah, night. You
1: ain't you ain't see that meme? <laughs> it's like they got the their championship banner from '72. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweat Porzingis.
2: They might as well act I mean honestly A lot of Nick fans Would be happy with that If this season ends up terrible They're gonna be like At least we swept Porzingis
1: Straight up (laughs) (laughs) That was their highlight Nothing nothing else matters
2: Yeah They might as well act like They are playing Porzingis Every night
1: Word up Word up Um, I guess the other thing I wanted to talk to you about Is the uh, The Clippers put out Their full Lineup the, uh, The other night On national TV At that Against the Celtics I thought they looked Pretty good Um uh, they, obviously, they got things to work out, but the chemistry is not all the way there. These dudes haven't really played with each other like that yet. What were your thoughts uh, on the Clippers in that game?
2: Uh, I think they look pretty good. They look solid defensively, and then that lineup they put down, uh, put out at the end of the game with Lou Will, Harold, PG, Patrick Beverly, and Leonard, <clears throat> that's solid. I think that's going to be who they close with. They look good. Boston looks a little tough, but Boston doesn't have. It was really only uh, Jason Tatum out there by himself at the end of that game. But, uh Nah, yeah they look good together you know defensively wise and I think where they're gonna have to figure it out is who takes the last shot because as you see Kawhi took the last shot but Lou will look like he wanted it. <laughs> so the only
1: they have, the the only that, way I'm giving Lou will the last shot is if Kawhi is really getting double teamed like that.
2: Yeah that's what, so you gonna give it to Kawhi?
1: You have to give it to Kawhi. You your your star player takes the last shot. You know PG Lou will
2: took is, the PG took the last shot for them the other day and he hit it. I, I yeah, think
1: they kind. of cool. No, nah, go ahead.
2: They kind of gotta be like on the Warriors, I guess. Like the open person takes the shot, but I guess at at the end of the day, you kind of want the ball in Kawhi's hand. But I see will. He looked like he wanted that.
1: Yeah, you know, I, well, I think what you know what's good for what Luke will should be happy about. You know, playing with Paul George and Kawhi. Their defense defenses are going to be so focused on you know double teaming or trapping Kawhi and Paul George that you're going to give. The rest of those guys' open looks. Like, Lou Will, didn't Lou Will lead the team and score in that game?
2: Uh, I, I'm not 100% sure. I know it was either him or PG because Kawhi didn't really have that great of a game. Yeah,
1: he only had like 17, but he's, yeah. he's also dealing with that bone. What is it? It's some, some kind of bruise. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, like that's like and all those guys like pat bev had a pretty damn good game all things considering it, that's just like yo you're gonna get open looks playing with these guys just just because yep. you know they're not gonna be able to focus on you when they're focusing on these two dudes over here
2: yeah, Pat Bev, he's definitely going to be the one to get the most open shots because if you watch the end of the game, they were leaving him open. They were, like, sagging off of him in that corner. That's why he got those two open threes. So he's he's probably going to be the one to get the most shots because people are not going <clears> to <throat> be respecting his three as much as Lou Wills and stuff like that. So that it's just that that last lineup that they put out there, they're just going to figure out how they want to play together as far as, like, I guess what sets they want to run and who who's going to get the ball and stuff like that. Because they have at least three legitimate scorers on the court at that time. Because it's Lou Will, Leonard, PG. So, they just have to figure out how they're going to work all that in. And then Harold, too. Cause he, but he's kind of like a, uh, a pick-and-roll player and stuff like that. But, like, they have three solid scorers. So, they have to figure out, like, how are going to keep everybody happy and keep the ball moving?
1: I mean, they. I feel like it's an unselfish team, though. You know what I mean? This is a team that with no stars... Took the Warriors to six games, the, the full roster of Warriors to six games in the first round. You know, yeah, they it, made it to the playoffs in the West. Like, they, yeah, I think
2: they just they just have to find the chemistry, basically, is what I'm saying. They just got to get their chemistry.
1: That, uh, but and that takes time. You know, I'm not going to kill the Clippers for how, the, how they look playing, you know, with all of them finally playing together for the first time. You know, can I, if they're still playing like that in, you know, two three months Now that's a different story but you know defensively i think they're gonna be scary bro i yes. can't wait for i can't wait for that christmas game
2: yeah i think they're gonna be like you said scary defensively all their games i've seen is loki always under 100 there is defense like even that game if it didn't go into overtime that probably would have been under 100 the game against the rockets last week was under 100 the one against the Thunder was kind of just barely. It was like in the nineties. Like all well, of them were kind of like in the nineties, eighties. So they like they're gonna be scary defensively.
1: Yeah, where where you uh, you still, I don't know if I got them finishing top two just because of load management and resting and all that. But um, I, th- I think I can see them as a three, four seed in the West.
2: Uh, whew. yeah, it de- it depends. Uh, I think. Th- the Lakers are kind of running away with the one right now. the The Nuggets look like they're gonna still be up there. The Rockets, yeah, with low management and stuff. I see, I see, like a three or four.
1: I think those are your top four. Those are your top four uh, seeds in the in the West.
2: Yeah, me too. It's just gonna how it all falls out, like you said. So I think like Clippers is gonna be like three, four, and. I'm just
1: I hoping I mean. I, I, I just hope that they that the two LA teams are on opposite sides of that bracket. That's all I that's all I care about. <laughs> that's all I care. As a basketball fan, I want that as late as possible.
2: Well, as I'm rooting for the Rockets, I want them to be on the same side of the brackets. How,
1: how'd you think how'd you, how'd you think of the Rockets who play play the other night against Denver, bro? I ain't uh you know, Harden, yeah. Harden, he had 25. You would think that that's not a bad game, but for Harden, that wasn't a great game.
2: It, the, Like, honestly, teams do not know what to do with James Harden, and it's crazy. They're doubling him, but they're, the way the Nuggets did it is that, like I said, James Harden likes to do his little dribble, dribble, dribble. As soon as, when you see James Harden put it between his legs and kind of put his head down and start dribbling, he's either going to step back or he's going to drive. So as soon as he put his head down and put it between his legs, they sent the double. And that really kind of, James Harden ended the game with like seven turnovers. That really kind of bothered him because he didn't really get to do like all his dance moves and like what he likes to do. So they're kind of forcing the ball out of his hand. And he's going to see a lot of stuff like that throughout the rest of the season. So like like you said, he looked low he played good. But the way they were playing him, they wasn't going to let him be the one to kill them. And everyone like uh, House didn't really play, have a good game. Like the shoes were kind of off too. It was kind of like a weird night for them.
1: Well, who, now uh, who, who else did they just lose to injury? I think last week.
2: Um, House went down in that Denver game.
1: Yeah, but there was somebody else. Um, I'm trying to. I can't remember. Not not uh, Eric Gordon. So, uh, somebody. There's some somebody that's like a key player for them. And I know. I know that's that's gonna that's gonna be missing some time.
2: They missing yeah, they're missing a lot of They're missing Gordon, Green.
1: Well, Green's done for the season.
2: Yeah, which is crazy. Uh hmm. House and Capella have been kinda in and out, but Capella, they both came back at the game before the yeah, Capella, game. Yeah, Capella
1: Capella played the other night. I think what was uh, yeah, crazy I, to I, me I, was uh was I, I don't know that play you, I don't know if you saw that play that Russ tried to do he was just dribbling out the ball like
2: yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> You know what's crazy about that play? That was his only turnover in the game.
1: Yeah, that's yo. That's fourth quarter Russ for you though, son. Like that
2: wasn't even in the fourth quarter. That was like the third quarter, I think.
1: I'm just saying in general, like cause <laughs> I, I was watching that game. Like he he's he be putting it he be putting it on once once that fourth quarter hit. But yeah,
2: again, what, this is now nah, go ahead. What I want to get into about Russ is that his three point percentage could be a lot better if he just catch and shoots threes. What's his
1: What's his three it point percent? He's right?
2: he's in the twenties again. Oh, okay. okay. But he he needs to stop all that off the dribble shooting threes. If he just catch and shoot, his three point percentage be a lot better.
1: Like I told like I told you uh, you know, a few weeks ago, if, if as long as he's shooting around 35 percent, we
2: good. Yeah. Along, along, like, that's what I'm saying, because really what I need for him. Is to be able to catch and shoot it. If he does that, because they got to see the way he was just doubling James Harden. If they're gonna mm-hmm. double, he's gonna have open three half of the time. So as long as he's on, his just straight catch and shoot in motion. I think he'll be all right.
1: But people don't. People still don't respect Russ from beyond the arc either. So he's he's got. He's yeah. gonna have a easier time from there. when you would think.
2: Yeah, but that's what that's why they're doubling off of him because they don't respect him back there. So if he cuts out all that. Off the dribble shooting and just does the ones where he's catching and shooting, his percentage will look a lot better than me. Because even though, like, I don't know his numbers right now on catching shoots, but I'm pretty sure his catching shoots are probably in the 30s. It's probably his off the dribble ones that really knock him, like, knock him down. Or the ones when he gets it and he has, like, he waits for a little while, kind of stares at the defender and all that. I just want that straight in motion, off the double, catch, shoot. He'll be all right. That's what he needs to do.
1: Yeah, I, you know, the other things about the Rockets that I'm, you know, pleasantly surprised with is they actually out here playing defense.
2: Yes, ever since the Heat game, <laughs> they've been playing defense, which is surprising. But that's what they need to do, honestly, if they need if they want to win anything or have hopes of trying to win anything or they need to play defense. So the defense has been a lot better. They've been holding people. I think they were in, they were in the 20s. They're now in like they're now like 15 or 14 in defensive rating.
1: I mean, they still gotta get up there. what they said: no, no team outside of like I think the Warriors, they're one of their championships, has, has never won a championship with a you know a defensive rating like outside the top ten or something like that.
2: Yeah, so they, 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 theirs look so bad because they gave up so much points to start the season. Like those first six games, they were giving up so much points. So even though they've been playing good defense recently, they have a lot to catch up from
1: yeah but I mean i I still like what I've been seeing from them you know uh Russ one of Russ's knocks last season was his free throw percentage even though like in that second half of the season it was a lot better than the first but you know nobody nobody ever brings that up um but it's this season has definitely been a lot better um i don't I don't know I just i i like I've been telling you I still think they need a wing
2: so uh, I think they need one too I think tonight when they play the Clippers again, it's really going to show that they, they need another wing. If they can get someone like Trevor Ariza, who's on the Kings, and I don't even know if he's really playing. If they can get Trevor Ariza back, that would be solid.
1: But Ariza's play Ariza's play, hasn't even been that great since he left there. Like who, he's wait, he's he been on terrible the, teams. He wait. was on the Suns. Yeah, but like he he wasn't that great. Like even on the the Wizards, I know, you know, they haven't been that that good the last two years, but like let's be real. The Wizards really aren't a bad team. Well, they shouldn't be a bad team anyway, but he 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 hasn't really helped any of those teams out.
2: I mean, the Suns were the Suns and the the Kings, I don't think he's going to do too much. But did you see that uh I don't know if it was the King, on the Kings Park. the Kings is
1: balling right now, bro? I
2: mean, they, they they have started coming back. They started off the season terrible. They're like 0 5 Yeah. Uh, did you see Trevor Booker when he was talking about his time in Washington? No, I didn't. Somewhat I gotta see if I can find. It was on someone's podcast. He was talking about how when he was in Washington. Trevor,
1: Trevor Ariza?
2: No, Trevor Booker. Oh yeah, go ahead. He was talking about how when he was in Washington, they used to go to the club. Like teams, like he said, the teammates were fighting each other. He said. That he used to go to the club. He's, he's telling crazy stories about stuff that happened. Like it's basically wild over there. Like they be in a club fighting. He said one I think he said one of his teammates got into a fight at the club and he drove him home. He was crying or something. He was, he was or the
1: teammate was.
2: The teammate was. He was crying the whole ride home. He ain't say who though. He was he was basically talking about the locker room was crazy. He was talking about all the crazy stuff they used to do to each other in the locker room and stuff. I mean, Washington
1: we, is crazy. We've heard the rumors about, you know, they're not being the best with each other. I know Marcin Gortat was out here beefing with uh, John Wall, and, you know, there's been speculation about John Wall and Bradley Beal's relationship, even though I've seen them hanging out with each other a few times outside of, the, of basketball. But, yeah, I I, I, I know that's, that's been something that's been made about them a lot.
2: I think John Wall and Bradley Beal would be good. They just got to... Change the coaching in there a little bit. If it's really, I guess he was there a couple of years ago now. But if it was really like that, then they, they're really wilding over there.
1: I, I'm, I'm going to assume it's better. I, I mean, one of the things that I've been saying about the uh, the Wizards for about two years now is they need to get a different coach. Like, Scott Brooks, you did your job developing the team, same as you did in OKC. But, you know, for what they're trying to do going forward, and it's a little late now because they've broken that team up a bit, Uh, you know, you, they, they got to move on. You know, because it's probably the way it looks, they probably go ahead into the lottery. You got Bradley Bill, who'll be he ain't gonna be a free agent this summer, but next summer, if they don't trade him, he's gonna be a free agent. You got to convince Sun to stay because right now, that's your best player.
2: They have to get a a solid coach because they had a lot of coaches. They had Arnie Grunfield, like they had they've had a different kind of
1: Grunfield was uh, was the front office dude.
2: No, what they had a head coach before Scott Brooks. How yeah, that was
1: wasn't no, no, no. Ernie Grunfeld was running the front office.
2: Oh, okay, well, I know you're, I, forget
1: son, I forget Son's I forget Sun's name, but I know who you're talking about.
2: Hey, I forgot his name. I thought that was his name, but they had him. They had a couple of, like guys over there before. Scott Brooks. They just did They have no big name, I guess. But they got to get someone like they got to solid. Like they could have Monty Williams would have been solid for him before he signed well, up the Suns.
1: Again, let's talk the other two names we've been talking with teams like the Knicks and the Rockets. Kenny Smith and Mark Jackson.
2: Uh yeah. I don't know if Kenny Smith would take that job. I think Mark Jackson would probably take it though.
1: Kenny Kenny Smith just want to get back in the league, bro. He's been turned down by a couple teams already. So I'm, I and I think he would be a good coach But, um uh,
2: I not know, he got turned down by a couple of people already. I thought he was yeah, only he's, looking for a Rockets job.
1: No, no, no. He's he interviewed for the Knicks too and I think maybe two or three other teams.
2: Yeah. Mark Jackson? I think Mark Jackson worked at a lot of places, <laughs> to be honest.
1: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, can I get can I get into a conversation about the East with you, bro?
2: Yeah, yeah. talk about it.
1: I don't think it's a two-team race anymore.
2: Who oh, are you putting in? Boston?
1: I'm putting in Boston and Miami in that conversation.
2: Mm, interesting. So you think one of those teams can upset the top two?
1: Well, the Sixers are are in fifth right now, if, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, but we, but you know what I mean. Like we, we expect it to be the Bucks in the Sixers. Oh, so uh,
1: bro, the the Celtics look really fucking good.
2: Yeah, uh, Gordon Hayward went down, but he'll be back. They uh, they looked good when he
1: was there. They looked good without
2: him. Like they they always had Philly's number two. I mean, it's a different Philly team, but. Philly's yeah, number the last couple Not, well, I don't know if they played them last year but two years ago And the year before that But uh Hmm That's interesting I think uh, Boston hasn't looked really good Because I know they got the best record over there
1: They, got, they try- have the best record in the league at one point
2: I'm trying to like matchup wise Hmm Yeah I, I mean I agree with you Boston, you gotta put Boston there, and he, the Miami's look solid too. Miami's just, putting
1: the well, I don't even know if they're playing anybody night. Uh, they they playing Chicago, yeah. but they yes. they putting the beats on them. But the Miami's, I mean, I you know I'm a Heat fan, so I'm gonna love it. But they they've been they've been looking good all season. So
2: yeah, I was about to say. Uh, so but like, <clears throat> I know they got Jimmy Butler, but playoff time. You think they'll be able to beat like a Philly?
1: Uh, yeah, I think at the at the very least, I think they' gonna they' gonna make him sweat.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I definitely they 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 gonna go out with a fight, definitely.
1: look at it this way: you got two, and um, Winslow's out right now, but when he comes back, that's your starting point guard in a Philly matchup. You know, they're both. You got two two very big point guards. You know, or two very big players playing the point guard position, so they're gonna be guarding each other. One of Justice Winslow's biggest biggest things that he's uh you know been praised about is his defense. Um, you know, if, as far as far as Kendrick Nunn goes, that dude is, has shown us all season he could score the ball. Like I, he, that's my Rookie of the Year pick still. And, and then you got that be- that bench mob. Like, even bro, look at the guys that we don't even talk about. Duncan Robinson who has been balling out for them. Chris Silver's on a two-way contract. When the second half of the season comes, he's getting signed to a regular season deal or, or uh, a regular team deal.
2: Yeah, I seen Duncan Robinson had a crazy game the other day.
1: And he had nine threes or something like that.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you. Would it make it real really interesting if the Heat, like, grab home court advantage in one of those series or well boston looks like they're gonna have home court series home court advantage but like if did he have home court advantage in one of those series it'll be really 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 interesting
1: i i want the i want miami to play boston so bad bro i want them to meet i want them to meet in the playoffs so bad i just i don't expect to see it but that's that's my dream matchup (laughs) for both Uh, reasons
2: Boston, they might have the one seed. They might end this year with the, the well, they, one seed they, in the East.
1: What are they on a three-game losing streak right now?
2: I thought it was just one. They lost.
1: No, nah, they lost their first. The first loss they had was to the Kings.
2: Oh, they did lose to the Kings at the buzzer. Yeah, they still, they still only got three losses. I think though.
1: So maybe it's a two-game losing streak. I'm not sure, but you yeah, know, I think it, I still, I still think they're gonna cool off at some point. Oh, but,
2: uh, well, it. Milwaukee caught them because Milwaukee's 12-3. They're 11-3. Miami win the night. They tied with them. They're 11-3 too. Well, Miami's
1: going to win the night, so.
2: <laughs> yeah, they tied, so. They, Miami's
1: 6-0 and oh in the conference too, so they're going to go ahead of Boston if they win. Well, they
2: should win the night. Hey, don't sleep on Toronto either, brother. Yeah, I'm seeing them right now. I I'm just thinking like playoff series-wise. Dude, does Toronto have enough to beat?
1: No. See, Toronto, Toronto, I think, is a team that will just make you – they're going to make one of the top teams sweat, but that's about it.
2: Yeah, they're going to be tough. But I just – when it comes down to it, I just think Philly Philly got more firepower if it came down to it. Philly should win if you ask me.
1: I'd probably pick Philly over them in six.
2: Same. I think they'll probably win Game Three and Four at home. Yeah. Figure it out by Game Six.
1: Yeah, that's that's where I'm at on the East, though, bro. Um, as far as uh, the
2: the East is been, the, the East is interesting.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's been fun this year so far. What? I mean, we 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 only uh, about a month and a half in.
2: Philly got off to a hot start, but they came down now. They might they might want to pick it up.
1: Yeah, they need to. I think that they're up on the Spurs right now. That's another thing I wanted to talk to you about, bro. What's going on with the Spurs? We all, we've all been you, saying as long as Greg Pop is coaching them, they in the playoffs. But they, they, this is the worst start they've ever had under him since, yeah. since, since uh, since, since that season when they got Tim Duncan.
2: I don't know what's going on. What's going on with the Spurs? What's going on with the Blazers? You, like,
1: you can walk back that pick anytime, bro. <laughs>
2: they missed the last two games Phoenix is 7-7 they got a big hole to climb out of but uh, San Antonio looked like they might not make it either like you were just saying so it might be Minnesota, Philly in Dallas, I mean Minnesota, Phoenix in Dallas to make it the Kings. Are uh, back no, I'm there. I'm
1: uh I'm off on the Suns. The Sun the Suns are starting to cool down a bit. I think they're gonna fight, but uh if I had to pick i uh, the way the Kings starting to look and they and they don't have De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley right now. Um but the way they looking I might pick them over, over Phoenix. I
2: I see that too. Uh yeah, I definitely see that too. So Yeah, there's 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 three other playoff spots. Right, Actually right. it's four. Yo, Oklahoma City might not make it. San Antonio might not make it. Come the on, go, might not make it. bro, bro, bro come on! I know you're
1: OKC fan, but come on. <laughs>
2: First of all, we're down three right now to the Lakers. It's <laughs> y'all. Y'all are gonna be
1: y'all are gonna be sellers at the deadline.
2: Also, we had the toughest schedule to start the season. So when things start to cool down, we're gonna pick up some wins. We're on our way back to the top. But that's another story I, for another day. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma City, San Antonio, Portland, and Golden State all made the playoffs last year. They're the bottom four seeds in the Western Conference Well, I, mean, right
1: I I know what Portland's problem is. They ain't got no depth, bro. That's why they brought Carmelo Anthony in. And shout out to Melo for getting back in the league. But, you know, that's not going to be enough. Like, they, they they lost key pieces after last season that were, like, real vital to them. That and They just don't have that depth no more.
2: Damon's got off to a slow start this year, too. He you call fifty like
1: You call you call a fifty piece a slow start?
2: What's his What's his numbers been on the season? I know. I guess the the Rockets. He had eleven points. I seen a couple games where he just. Yeah, you know why? Well,
1: he was dealing. He yeah, had. He was dealing with the back spasms, wasn't he? Like he that he been. He was shut down right after that game, right? Yeah. And and of course, you know, Russ want that revenge, so he was going to try and clamp him up.
2: I guess it hasn't been that bad. I guess maybe just a couple games I've seen him, he just ain't have a good night.
1: Yeah, they ain't got that depth. And like I told y'all, Hassan Whiteside is not that dude.
2: Yeah, yo, yo, Hassan Whiteside. What is wrong with him? They run in place for Carmelo Anthony in the post, and he just throws the ball to where Carmelo's supposed to be. He's still trying you know, Mello like to fight for a position and stuff. He's still fighting to get position, and he just throws the ball there. I'm like, bro, what is wrong with Whiteside? Trying
1: to tell, bro, Miami fans been trying to tell y'all this dude, not it. What? He was overpaid. I, I, Pat Riley really swindled uh, the Portland Trail Blazers into taking him and giving up their depth to take him.
2: Yeah, uh, he. I don't know what's wrong with him. I'm looking at him during the game. I'm like, yo, what is he doing?
1: He's not that dude, bro. Been trying to tell y'all.
2: He's a terrible passer. It's like he just stole the ball to spots. Like, he's not there yet. You're yeah, Not that dude, bro.
1: <laughs> Not that dude.
2: Not that dude. Oh, you know what's crazy. I was thinking of that too. I'm like, yo,
1: didn't you go they, to Heat games when he was out there? Like, I know you had to see that for yourself. I went why to one think, game. But, why do you think he was on the bench so much?
2: Yeah, That's why I was about to say I don't even remember seeing him out there. So I guess that explains a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know if the, the, that's pretty much. We ain't got much to cover on the league after that, though, right? That's 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 about it.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah. We covered a lot last time. I don't know how much has how much has really changed.
1: Yeah, that was about an hour and a half long. I think the only other thing I wanted to get into you with is uh, the um, the 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 ruling on James Wiseman's case with the NCAA came out. They gave him twelve games, and his uh, he's, he's got to donate eleven thousand dollars to some charity of his choice.
2: That literally makes no sense to me because. They're not paying people. So i expect someone with no job to donate eleven thousand dollars. Maybe they lo- say when he leaves he can do it, but that, that just literally makes no sense to me.
1: That's that's the only way it would make sense to me and I still think it's stupid. You talking about finally they're contradicting themselves. So you talk about okay, we'll we'll pay people for their likeness and, and stuff, but then you over here finding this kid for something that happened a couple years ago.
2: Also, when, I read in, I read into it and they said when you get like say if you take eleven thousand dollars from someone, that equals to a twelve game suspension. So they thought he was going to get twelve games from the beginning. What I think it Memphis wanted to play him because remember they played Oregon the other day, which was a big game. I think Memphis wanted to keep him to play him against Oregon, and, and now the games he's going to miss aren't as important. I think they play Tennessee, but now they'll get him back like around the time conference play starts. But if you're going to still miss the twelve games, why am I giving back the money? Like, you're, you're suspending me 12 games because I took this certain amount of money. So the rules say, okay, you take this certain amount of money, you get 12 games. So you want me to get the 12 games and still pay the money back? That doesn't really make sense to me.
0: Well,
1: they they clowns for that, bro. This is the NCAA for you. Like we said when we talked about this when it first broke. Like, people are going to start taking alternatives to get to to get to the NBA instead of the NCAA and, and unless they start changing shit up.
2: Yeah, and Methods is appealing it. I don't know how much they like, how much they can do or if they're really gonna change anything. But that just makes no sense to me. Like i feel like low key it's it should be one or the other. Like I, I don't see why if taking this amount of money gets me this is my punishment for taking this. You want me to give it back and then still have a twelve game suspension. At least give me like six or something. And first of all, you're not even paying me to give how am I giving this money back?
1: Yeah, um, that's just crazy to me, B.
2: Yeah, that didn't really make no sense. But I had read up on it a little bit after that happened. But they were expecting a t- like an 11, 12-game suspension. They said you for $11,000, it's 30% of the season or something like that you're supposed to miss. So they that that's kind of the suspension he would have got from the beginning. But Like I said, I think Memphis just wanted to play him in that Oregon game. And that's why after the Oregon game, he dropped the lawsuit against them. Because now I think he, like, because the Oregon game was a big game. It was on ESPN and stuff. So I think they, they won him against the game. And then after that, they're like, we don't mind him missing the 12 games from here. As long as we get him back by the time conference play starts, and that's what matters, still try to win the conference, win the league, get into the tournament.
1: Yeah, well, I still think they're going to be able to get in the tournament without him. They got, they got a, a nice collection of pieces on that team. Um. shout out, shout out to our boy Lester for winning. Uh. What was it? Conference freshman
2: of the of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Shout. Shout out to the young boy. I think they're still going to get in. Uh. Two. I think. Uh. He's going to come back in time for them to still get in. It's non-conference games right now. You don't really play someone too crazy in non-conference games unless you're like Duke or somebody and you're playing like Kentucky in those big tournaments, opening season tournaments. But like you said, their big game really was that Oregon game. Now it's kind of like. The schedule lightens up a little bit until conference play starts. So I think they'll still get in without him. And he's coming back in enough time for where they're going to get in.
1: Right, right. Um, I guess the only other thing I wanted to ask you is, did you watch that Sierra Canyon game last night?
2: Uh, I, I kind of caught a little bit of it, but not really.
1: Uh, I was watching it until they went up by like 40, and then I just it was just on in the background.
2: <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get to see the beginning and stuff.
1: What was interesting to me is Bronny Bronny's coming off the bench.
2: I did see that on Twitter though. I see someone tweeted. They got Zaire starting which is interesting to me. Because I think a lot of people think Bronny to be the better talent right now, but Zaire is the senior. So Yeah, right, yeah, I'm not
1: shocked. Uh Zaire's I think what is Zaire? A three or, or four star recruit?
2: I even know they had him now. That's a I even know they had him now.
1: I think he's a three star. He's he's not he's he's not great, but he's 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 pretty good, bro. I i just
2: uh Yeah, no, nah, I, I think he's solid. I just <clears throat> like I said, I didn't even know he was that high in recruiting. I think uh that's that's big for him though, because this is his senior year. He need that and they're gonna get a lot of attention, so as long as he ball out this year, he should pick up a lot more offers.
1: Yeah, that and um well I mean, I, that crowd was crazy, son I mean. Yeah. That, that, I wasn't around.
2: It was an ESPN game too, so they were probably like the crowds. Probably like let's go.
1: <laughs> but like I, I mean, I wasn't around for when when our high school was like really doing work. I had already graduated. But even like when when our basketball team was just okay, like we draw a decent, we would draw a decent crowds. But that was for a high school game. That that was nuts.
2: Wait, was that the other team's home gym? <laughs> yeah, that was because the
1: other team's home gym.
2: They probably had to play that game there because their gym looked big. Like they look like they that gym fit a lot of people.
1: But they had they had people you know in the bleachers. They had people. They had like a, a walkway above the the floor, and it they, they all of that was filled up like people hanging over the guardrails and whatnot.
2: That's crazy. I mean, it's it's Bronny and um Sierra Canyon, and it was on ESPN. I think that was their first game of the season, right?
1: Yeah, that was a, that was a opening night.
2: Opener, yeah. They still got Brandon Boston who's going to Kentucky. He's like a he's a I think a yeah, top They uh, got
1: I guess the 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 other kid that's that's uh I forgot he's going to a Big Twelve school. Is uh Terrence
0: something
2: something. Uh yeah, I, like I said, I didn't really get to see the game, so I don't really I know about Brandon, I know about Zaire, I know about Bronny. I didn't really get to see the rest of their team.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a definitely be checking for them more. That was uh, I never I never yep. seen something like that before. That was crazy. Yeah, Nothing, no regular high school
2: game. They got they have 11 ESPN games or 12. They got more than some NBA teams. It's
1: like 12 or something like that. Yeah,
2: that's ridiculous. That's hey, ridiculous. I, ain't, I ain't mad at it, bro. I was
1: hoping it was going to get some national recognition. I want to see it.
2: Yeah, but that's like, like that's crazy. It's a high school team. Like, that's crazy. Shout out to them, though. Yeah, 100,
1: 100.
2: And Bronny, uh, Bronny's the young boy because he's a freshman, so. I don't really know what the rest of the team look like for me to say like he should be starting or he shouldn't because I don't know who else is on there. But.
1: It's for me. It was just because he has so much hype around him, and you know, a lot, a lot of it's just because of who his dad is. But he, 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 he's a pretty good player from what I've seen. So that that was just interesting that they, even as a freshman, just like they had him coming off the bench.
2: Yeah, nah, he's solid. I seen you know his highlights, but uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know who else is on the team because he might have some older players ahead of him that might yeah, be yeah, top nah, recruits too.
1: That's what it is. They got a they got a stacked team.
2: Yeah, yeah they super stacked over there. They're super stacked. So, I mean, he might be starting by the end of the season or whatever. But he's the young boy over there. He'll definitely probably be starting by next year. We'll see. Uh, we'll the see. End of the we season def- def- next year.
1: Def- definitely be watching. Um, you got anything things to look out for? Uh, whew. Uh,
2: who does the who's the Cowboys play this week? I heard them talking about on, on ESPN. The,
1: page, the Patriots.
2: Ah uh, yeah, I think that that'd be a good game. I think who did Seahawks play the the Eagles too. I see they were, uh, they were talking about that on ESPN this morning about uh, them fighting over the top seed.
1: Uh, the Seahawks?
2: No, uh, the oh, Caval- the, Eagle, the Eagles,
1: Eagles and the Caval- Eagles. Cav- well, yeah, yeah, cuz um there's no wild card coming out of the NFC East. You know, it's either win your division or you're out. Like um I think both of them might end up being 9 and 7, or, or one of them's going to end up being 9 and 7. So, you know, so somebody's gonna miss. uh I don't like either of them, so you know, it's gonna be hard to say. But I hate the Cowboys a lot more than the Eagles, so you know, kind of wishing that the Eagles maybe pull that one out. But they they haven't looked good this year. I am gonna say this as an objective, uh objectively. Uh, I think the Cowboys got a legitimate shot to to give the Patriots a second L this weekend. Yeah.
2: Uh, Where's it at? Is it in Dallas or is it in? Uh, no, it's in Lina? Foxborough.
1: It's in Foxborough.
2: Woo, that'd be tough. Uh yeah, that's that. Those are my two games to watch out for. Watch out for the the Eagles and the Cowboys. They fighting for that that seed to get in the playoffs.
1: Um, I mean, I guess for me, I would say watch out for that Giants Bears game. You know. I'm in full tank mode when it comes to the Giants <laughs> now. I want Chase Young. But, I mean, I just just watch out for the young boys. You know, we got to see how that progress is going. I like what I see from Daniel Jones. I definitely like that kid, Darius Slayton. Um, I think as far as, like, anything else, let me see if I can get on the basketball end of this.
2: The Rockets oh, and the Clippers play again tonight, but if you watch it by the night, check out for yeah, that, this, too.
1: Yeah, this uh, is this already going to be out by the time that game come on. Um... Yeah, that's definitely going to be one to look out for. I mean, Miami, we were just talking about the East before. Miami and Philly are playing each other tomorrow on NBA TV.
2: Oh, wait. Look at this. They said after a collision with a teammate that appears, that appears to have injured his neck, oh. Kimball Walker is getting carted yeah, out of yes, the see. arena in Boston on a stretcher. Wow. Wow. With
1: that's, his head
2: that's, down.
1: That's not good.
2: No. We just talk about them too.
1: Yeah, I know that's definitely not good.
2: Oh the stretcher, I gotta see that. I gotta see no the highlight, probably fern around Twitter.
1: Press someone, I'm, I'm sure Bleacher Report got it.
2: Yeah. All right. Watch, out Watch out for that. Watch out for Kimba. Send, this Send my prayers out to make sure you.
1: Yeah, I definitely be uh sending my prayers out to Kimba too. You definitely don't want to see that.
2: That'd be are they winning? That'd be a tough loss for them. That that would be like three in a row right there.
1: Yeah, I told on, I'll tell you right now. Go to my scores. Um Nah, they was losing. They well they are losing. <laughs> to they're playing Denver.
2: Yeah, that'd be a tough loss. That'd be three in a row. They probably they might drop under the heat. heat. heat moving up. They might be in the second seat by the end of the night.
1: Yeah, I definitely be uh gloating about that one. <laughs> besides, yeah, man.
2: Yeah. Besides that, I don't know what else is going on right now. Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't got nothing else on that. Um, the Deontay Wilder fight, Deontay Wilder and um, Luis Ortiz is uh tomorrow. Definitely check for that tomorrow night. That's gonna be a good fight. I'm expecting a knockout. But uh, that's all I got.
2: Knockout by who? Uh, Wilder? Wilder.
1: Bomb. Bomb yeah. Squad.
2: All right, wait. I got one thing I want to say before we go. Did you hear about the the Kyrie reports about how some people in Boston ain't been feeling him? I mean, in uh, in Brooklyn, the Nets, yeah, in Brooklyn.
1: Yeah. Oh, they got it on TV right now. Yeah, Danger. He, he got the yeah. he in the neck brace and all that. Eyes closed.
2: That sounds crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah,
1: definitely praise up to Kemba. But um. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it because I mean his teammates have been uh coming out and supporting him um. I know I seen a video the other day when some one of the Nets players scored, and you know how they always had like that bench mob thing that they did, where yeah. they dance. That would you know, they kind of brought it back yesterday, and you know, it was cool to see him and KD. Well, I, KD always going to be a part of that, but him in general because I know he's always been kind of noted as the dude that keeps to himself and all that. Yeah, I, mean, I I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. I st-
2: Stephen A. reported it, so maybe it's but not a he, false information he getting.
1: He, well, he, uh, he wasn't the first one that said it though. Uh, Jackie McMullen said it first, and he's just pretty much reiterating that now. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to feel about that one, cause like, put, I've heard things about like even going back to Cleveland, like he, he's like a, uh, where he like one day he'd be really cool with everybody, another he would just be keeping to himself. So.
2: Yeah, I just seen that Kemba thing. That looks crazy. Really, shout out to Kemba. Hopefully, he good.
1: Yeah, I want it. Want it. Word, yeah, man. That looks crazy. Uh, yeah. Shout praise definitely up to Kimba. Hope for a speedy recovery. Hope everything's okay. But um I think that's all we got on it tonight.
2: Yep, yep. It's another one.
1: Not as long as last one. A <laughs> word. It's uh it's Nino. It's KK. And just like that, we out of here.
0: Hey, Klevit. Wake up. The show, Lord. Oh, yeah. Kick it.